Recording in progress. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, ready? I gave myself the giggles. Welcome to the Light Us Up podcast. I'm Callie. And I'm Kyla. And today we're going to be talking about love languages. I love love. Okay, oh, that was I really love this. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love this topic because I use it all the time. Take your sweater off. No, do you have I a shirt take under. Off? Yes, I do. <laughs> You're allowed to take it off. No. Okay. I'm fine. not even repping my own brand. Yeah. Well, what kind of small business owner are you? Oh, I'm just kidding. One. We didn't. We didn't come here to rag on Kyla. Sorry. <laughs> I'll take it. That's fine. Okay. Okay. So love languages. You guys have probably heard of them. You experience them every day, whether it's with a romantic partner, your family, your friends, your children. So we're going to talk about them. We're going to learn a bit about it. We're going to do a quiz. You guys can follow along with us. I'm going to link it. I don't know if you can put links in the bio. I'm going to put it in the bio if I can. I think you, you can. Just copy and paste it. And then we'll also put it in our Instagram story too. So you guys can can follow along with us and see what our questions are and what we're what we're answering. Play along with us. Do we And want we're doing to... a small quiz, like a short one. There's Yes, there was some with 30 plus questions, and that was a little a little much. Yeah. There's one right on because the love language, there's a book about the love languages. Mm-hmm. And there's one right on their website. And that's my favorite quiz, but it's long. I was going to just look it up so then we can give credit to who the book is. The book is, is it Gary Chapman? Yes, Gary Chapman. The Five Love Languages, How to Express Heartfelt Commitment to Your Mate. Oh, that's mate. I don't like that word. <laughs> well, and I, when we talk about love languages and when I say I use it every day, um, I use it to everybody not just my partner, Mm -hmm. not just Ryan. I think it's helpful in any relationship in your life, friends, family, children, um, your, your spouse, anyone to know their love language and how they receive love. If it's a relationship you value, I think it has to be known. Exactly. So I'm actually excited to find out yours because I feel like you have told me, but I've probably forgotten. Shocking. I, Wait, I have to think about them. I'm like, what are they? So should we just say what the five leg languages are to begin with? Yeah. So there are words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, gifts, and acts of service. And distinct ways of... Exp- oh, yes. Go ahead. Oh, distinct ways of expressing love. And so it's like knowing about and you could like want to receive love differently than you give love as well yeah and I find just in what I've noticed is typically the way that you like to receive love is how you give love naturally um and that might be just instinctual because whatever yours is say it's physical touch you might think giving someone a hug is the best way you can show them mm-hmm. love because that's how you feel the most loved but it's not always the case 
Kyla, uh, I don't I've, like hugs. No, I'm not a hugger. <laughs> never. Callie has always been a hugger. Even when we were kids, she was the most physically affectionate of all of my friends. And I just have never been a hugger. You know what's funny is I don't remember that. Like I don't really? ever remember hugging you ever. Oh, I remember like if if something. Okay, do you remember the time I kicked you a, a soccer ball in the face at my house? It sounds familiar, but I don't remember and I don't hold it against you. Okay, well, I remember it clearly. We were in my front yard. My dad built me a soccer, um, a goalie net out of PVC pipe and we were playing soccer and I kicked the ball and it got you square in the face, like right in the nose. And I remember the first thing you asked for was a hug. Oh, it was, it's just... I remember it being something that, and clearly you must have been hugged a lot as a child. Were you like, were your parents physically affectionate? Not my mom so much, but I think my dad. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I feel like part of it will, would stem from that, but yeah, I remember you being big hugger. Yeah. <laughs> and I just blocked that out. I'm like, nah, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just I'm an not. everyday occurrence for me. <laughs> yeah. I feel like even my mom, my before we went on our trip, my mom came in, gave me a hug, and I was like, kind of stiff. I was like, I don't even really know how to do this. I hug yeah, Ryan like, all I the hug? time, but it's I don't know different. I'm really physically affectionate with Charlie though. Like I hug her every yeah. chance I get. I kiss her every chance I get. So I guess and like I'm the opposite, where it's like I don't, I don't, I didn't when Wesley was a baby. Like I wasn't. Like, I didn't smother him with, like, hugs and kisses because from the very beginning, I was very much about, like, does he want this consent and whatnot? And now as a toddler, he doesn't really like hugs and kisses. And it's not just me. He doesn't really like it from anyone. Yeah. Um, Which makes me sad because I really like that. But, (laughs) I'm sure he'll come around Warming up to it more. (laughs) Yes. No, I think think he's already, you know, I'll be like, can I have a hug before I go to work? And he'll give me a hug now. So that's nice. But... Charlie's pretty good. The other day she fell. Um, she was running in the house and she fell and she got her face right on the floor and tooth <sighs> went through her lip and it was bleeding everywhere. And the first thing she did was come in for a kiss. I was like, oh, of all times that you want f- physical <laughs> affection, it's when you've, you're covered in blood and you want me to kiss. Oh my. <laughs> you're like, okay. Yeah, this is kind of gross, <laughs> but sure. <laughs> So everyone basically has all five of these. You're not just, you don't just mm-hmm. have one love language. That's not no, what like their percentages. Exactly. So you'll feel, and, and it can be different with different people. Like I just said, I hug Ryan all the time. Mm-hmm. I hug Charlie all the time, but I don't hug my mom. It's not because I don't love my mom. It's because it's different depending on who you're yeah. around. So no matter like when we are saying what our love languages is, are um it's not the only way it's just our highest way i guess yes so the quiz that we're doing is mindbodygreen.com we just chose it because there's only 12 questions this is my love language a simple five minute test um it'll probably take us more than five minutes because we're going to be talking a little bit about our answers and stuff but um if you guys want to do it along with us You can open it up and do it as well. 
Um, I'm I'm gonna read the basic overview of each type. Oh yeah, then maybe we'll let people know what they are. Sounds good. Yeah. So so words of affirmation are any verbal expressions of affection, validation, or care. People who have this love language usually really like receiving compliments, hearing their partner say what they like about them, and words "I love you." Um, I think that's one of Ryan's for sure. It's words of affirmation. He really likes to hear "I love you" and mm. and things like that. Uh, physical touch is pretty self-explanatory. Any physical con- on physical contact, um, yeah, they tend to enjoy touchy relationships. Lots of PDA, that kind of thing, being held. Quality time, again, self-explanatory. Spending true time together. They value partners who make plans regularly, show up, and just want to spend tons of time hanging out with them. Gifts, um, it says they're exactly what they sound like. Physical items given to show someone you're thinking of them or express feelings of love or care. I like to always point out with this one that it's not as materialistic as it sounds. And I kind of... I guess I'm a little defensive with this because I know it's either my highest or my second highest, but it's always been my highest. Um, It's not that I expect to come home to flowers every day, or I'm only going to feel loved if you buy me something. It's no, I kept this stick that someone gave me for like 15 years because they picked it up and gave it to me. Like, that's the type of thing. It doesn't have to be a trade of <laughs> money for my affection. It can literally no. be like, wow, this rock is cool. And they hand it to me and I'll keep it for the rest of my life. <laughs> like <laughs> The fact that they thought of me when they saw that beautiful thing yeah. is what stands out. And then acts of service uh, are thoughtful gestures meant to meaningfully make someone's day better or easier bringing them food when they're sick, making them a coffee in the morning, that kind of thing. Yes. Okay. Do you want to go through with the quiz? Yes, I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Um, first question. When I'm in a, when I'm in a relationship, I feel most loved when my partner and Should we read each one or should we just say which one we're picking? I think we could just say if people want to follow along, they can. Okay. And these can change throughout your life too. Um, Just so you know, when you Mm -hmm. click on it, it goes away because I just clicked on it and it went away. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they can change throughout your life. I noticed a shift in mine. I'll talk about it after we get the results from this, but I have noticed a shift in mine. Okay, I chose when they physically hold me. And I chose, shocking. (laughs) (laughs) I chose the, um, when they go out of their way to do something for me. Do you still have them open? No, no, it's gone now. So we should read it before we click it. Yeah, it was something like they go out of their way to do something for me. Okay. Next one, it says, it's the little things that make relationships so wonderful to be in. For you, the sweetest ones are? So the one that I'm picking for this is little presents they give you for no reason other than they felt like it. And I am choosing, I don't know. I'm going to say a little good morning and good night and I love you text. That's a good one. That's what I chose. Okay. Um, which of these aspects of a relationship could you most not live without? Could you most not live without? 
So which of these things do you need the most? Yeah. Now, are there's only two, two options. Yes, and your two are probably different than my two. So oh, my options are my options are frequent communication and responsiveness from my partner via text and email and kissing and cuddling. Mine are the same. Oh, how'd that happen? I don't know. Okay. They're the same. So I'm picking the communication. I'm picking the kissing and cuddling. <laughs> okay. So the next one is which would you find more romantic? And again, there's only two options here. Waking up to find your partner has made you a special breakfast or making a special breakfast together. I'm going to choose making a special breakfast together. It's more teamwork and collaboration. Yeah. I'm going to say waking up to find that your partner has made you a Mm -hmm. special breakfast. Which first date gesture would most make you feel like the date went really well, they tell you they really, really like you or they kiss you. It's a hard one for me. Hmm. I'm going with they tell you they really, really like you. Me too. Okay. The best friendship are the ones where you talk all the time, make plans and come through and just generally share your day-to-day lives together. You might not talk all the time, but they always go out of their way to help you when you need it. Hmm, that's hard for me. Yeah. That's hard because I value both of those really like, highly. I have, I have both of those types of friends. So me it's too. like, hmm. but I feel like also my friends that I talk to all the time would also always go out of their way. Exactly. To help me. Same. So that's hard. I'm going to go with the. First one, you talk all the time, make plans and come through and just generally share your day-to-day lives together. Because those are the friends that like I would go to for help Yeah, like, because agreed. they know so much about my life. Yeah, I'm picking that one too. By the way, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> okay, you're up. Which of these would more strike you as a red flag in a relationship? They didn't get you anything for your birthday. <laughs> they haven't kissed you or held your hand in a while. I'm picking though they didn't get anything for your birthday. <laughs> red flag in a relationship. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm going to go with they haven't kissed you or held your hand in a while. Like, Ryan didn't get me anything for my birthday this year. And I was like, that's okay. I didn't expect anything. See, and and same like- with like. Mother's Day, he was like, I didn't get you anything. I'm like, I didn't expect you to get me anything. It's all good. Huh. So yeah. your gifts is probably pretty low. Apparently, yeah. But I like giving gifts. To I was going to say, but you're a gift giver, so that's funny yeah. to me. Um, Which of these would you, would make you most, no, no. Which of these would make you feel most connected to someone saying, I love you to each other, spending every weekend together? Spending every weekend together. Saying I love you to each other. <laughs> That's it. Uh, which small act makes you feel more loved? When they make your coffee in the morning or when they kiss you goodbye before leaving for work? I'm going with the coffee this time. I'm going with the kiss goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that we get along so well because we do not have the same love languages. No. Clearly. And and in that sense, it's just because I don't really drink coffee first thing in the morning. Like 
Oh, Ryan, Ryan will do that. If he gets up before me, he'll always offer me something. Can I go get you a coffee or whatever? And in that case, I'm just like, no, I can do it myself. But he kisses me every day before work because he leaves Aww. way before me. And so he yeah. wakes me up to give me a kiss. And when he does, he only hasn't maybe once or twice or there's the yeah. odd time where I just don't remember it happening. And I'm like devastated when I wake up. Oh, that's so sad. um which matters more to you in a relationship they always let you pick the restaurant or movie they always pay for the restaurant or movie i'm gonna pick pay because i hate making decisions i'm gonna pick i'm gonna say they let you pick because ryan and i have very different tastes in movies so if like he doesn't let me pick the movie I'm going to be pissed because it's probably not something I like. It'll be what he wants to see. Fair. So if he's letting me pick. He's like, I'll go see that romantic comedy. I'll go yeah. see that kid's movie with you, which right. is a big thing. Yeah, I just, I whenever it comes down to what are we having for dinner, I just wish people would make all my decisions for me always. Mm. <laughs> Unless I'm craving something. Mm-hmm. Which would bother you more in a relationship? Someone who hardly ever tells you how they feel about you or someone who is never willing to make sacrifices for you? I'm going to say sacrifices. Uh, I'm going to say one. It is hard because it's like, like if you're never never willing to sacrifice something, this is a really hard question. This one is. Because I would struggle if someone could never tell me how they feel about me. But I'd also also struggle... Like, if they're, like, it's my way or the highway, like, never compromising or sacrificing anything. Yeah. I'm going to say the sacrifices. That would bug me more. Because if they show me how they feel about me, I wouldn't need to hear mm. it all the time. But if they could never sacrifice anything for me, I would feel unloved and not respected. I'm going to go with hardly ever tells you how they feel about you. Just because I don't ever feel like, I'm like, what situation would arise where I would be like, you need to sacrifice this for me? So I'm like, Fair. I don't know. But I think that's also just because we're in a groove run and I were like every, and that's the thing too, it's heavily influenced by who you're with when you're answering these questions. Like we're in mm-hmm. a groove where it's like, we don't need to sacrifice anything. Like everything is fine the way it is. And yeah. you haven't run into anything where it's like, well, you need to quit your job so we could move here. Like you need to sacrifice that. Like we don't yeah. we don't we're not in that situation. So yeah. yeah. And we are definitely more in and when I think of it, I mean in terms of work, Ryan has to sacrifice work sometimes to be present. <laughs> and if yeah. he never did that, I would really struggle with that for sure. Yeah. Um which would make you feel more special? Receiving a long handwritten card from your partner about everything they love about you, being taken out to a beautiful, luxurious restaurant, and they foot the whole bill, even though they're not exactly rich. I'm going to go with the handwritten card. I don't want people me, to spend you, money they don't have to yeah, show me no, they care. Same here. And like every single time Ryan writes me a card and he writes more than like two lines in it, I'm bawling my eyes. <laughs> I, I would do the same thing. I've never gotten yeah. that before, so I would do the same thing. Yeah. Okay, this only tells you your highest one. Yeah, so the other ones that I've taken, and I'm sure yours yeah. is the same, kind of tells you your percentage of, like, you answered yes. the questions in this way, you're 50% this and 40% yeah. this and whatever. This one only tells us the top it shows one. You your, 
Yeah, which is a little bit frustrating, but at the same time, we didn't want a quiz that was going to take us like half an hour to do it. So yeah, and I can tell, I could probably tell you the order of mine off of the top of my head. What is your top one? Gifts. Gifts, yeah. Yeah. Mine is words of affirmation. I was going to put either that or physical touch. Mm-hmm. So do you, would you be able to pinpoint your order without doing a quiz? I think so. So I think, yeah, words of affirmation, physical touch, like this is the order. Um, and then I think I, gifts and quality time, I don't know. I think gifts, then quality time, then acts of service. Okay. Yeah. I'm gifts, acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, and then physical touch. Almost the exact opposite. Almost the exact opposite. That's so funny. Yeah. Um any yeah, and when I mentioned earlier about how they can kind of shift as life moves on and stuff, I was always, always gifts was like the highest and by a ton by a big percentage acts of service has always been my second but as I've gotten older specifically as soon as I moved out from home and had to do things on my own and I lived completely by myself acts of service jumped way up it still has never beat gifts as my number one but it jumped way up because once you start having to do everything by yourself it meant more to me when other people were willing to do it for me yeah, that makes sense. For me, I'm like, I don't know, acts of service. I kind of think, like, I'll see Ryan doing something and I don't think, like, oh, he's doing that for me. Or I'm just kind of like, I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, he's doing it because he wants to. It's mm-hmm. just in my head. Or, like, I don't know, like, whether he's taking out the garbage or like it's just something that needs to be done. Like, he's not yeah. doing it for me. It just needs to be done. So, yeah. for me, it's like that doesn't really... I've also never lived alone, so I've never had to do all of those things either. Yeah, it's always been enough. split between whoever's in the house for me. So, right. Uh, what What do you think Ryan is as a number one? Do you know? Mm, probably acts of service or quality time. Yeah, yeah. Like he I like. Think, I think my Ryan's to, the same. He likes to be outside like all together at the same time or go for a walk or the playground together like all of us um and then acts of service like I think when he like he comes home and like he doesn't have to do anything like guard like the garbage bins have been pulled in or you know I've like put his laundry through for him like he's very grateful and thankful for that and I think that makes him feel loved or if I like pour coffee and bring him a coffee that as well Right. I, sorry, I kind of like have to burp or something. Um, <laughs> there's like air <laughs> stuck right, right here. I actually have done the quiz on, and I screenshotted my results. Oh, and this, this was a while ago, but I probably still have it. So I'm just looking for it. And I did Ryan's too. Oh, that's interesting. Let's see if I can find it. Not Why don't you just search? Results. Can I search in photos? Yeah. yeah, you can search a word. And if it sees the word in the photo, it'll pull it up. 
what? Yeah. So just type in like love language and it should come up or like, you know, I brought the picture of my wedding dress. (laughs) Or if you even type in like, like gifts or whatnot, like if it says like, like gifts is one of them. Words of, uh, oh yeah. Wow. That works like a hot damn. Okay. So mine was... Okay, the the quiz that I took was actually different than what I said. Um, It said receiving gifts, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, then physical touch. Okay. Which is interesting. I feel like that has changed since I took this quiz. Um, Mm -hmm. Ryan's was acts of service and quality time were neck and neck. Acts of service was 32%. Quality time was 29%. And then words of affirmation, then physical touch. And he had 0% receiving gifts. Wow, he's like, so, I don't care about you. And that's hard in a dynamic when his is so yeah. low and his lowest is my highest. That's really hard yeah, because that's gifts crazy. don't mean anything to him. Like he's he's appreciative. But to me, that's how I show love. Like the first birthday that I was with him, I did. He's born on the 14th of August. I did 14 days of presents. I did yeah. a present every single day for him up until his birthday as soon as august hit like that's how i show love and he's not the same so that's a tough dynamic for sure yeah that definitely would be but then he built a gazebo outside and he did a a wonderful job and he we were having a conversation and it's those type of things that he shows love that's how he shows love is by doing things that he thinks benefits us Yes, which I wonder how much like gender roles influences that as well, like men versus women or like more masculine role versus feminine role. And if those things in a relationship also affects your love language or do you fall into that masculine role because of your love language? Yeah, interesting. Wonder which way. I've never thought of it that way. I feel like gender would have like the gender roles would have a play in that. Hmm. Because there are kind of, and we call them blue jobs and pink jobs at home. Yeah. Like if, if I don't know, the garbage needs taking out, I'll just be like, oh, that's a blue job. <laughs> not not <laughs> my thing. And he'll do the same. That, and it's a, it's a joke, but that's definitely kind of the gender roles, how they play out. Yeah, exactly. So love languages are, like I said, they're good in any relationship you have to know Mm -hmm. your child like pay attention to the way that your child shows you love Um, my mom what she said when she she first read this book when she was with my dad I think and she said that what really stood out to her was actually what she learned and how it related to my brother and her Mm, so she figured out and went back in her head that she realized that my brother growing up, he was always like, he's really good at sports. He always played hockey that he was most loved when he'd come off the ice and she'd say, I'm really proud of you for that goal or something like that. Words of affirmation. Whereas she would show her love by taking him to hockey and watching the game, Mm, which because she's more acts of service. 
I was going to say access for is driving him there. Yeah, because I guess quality time, not really because they're not really spending the time together, but acts yeah. of service. Yeah. yeah, so she's really high in acts of service, and then it made her go back and realize, okay, that's where the disconnect is. Like, he's not feeling loved because I'm not showing it in a way that he's receiving it. Yeah. And I think that's huge, and that's something that I'm going to pay attention. Charlie's too young right now to, to notice that mm-hmm. type of thing, but I'm going to pay attention to that as yeah. my current child and my future children get older yeah i think my mom's the same too i'm pretty sure she's acts of service like she she really like has always done stuff for us as kids like not so much the physical affection or the words of affirmation um and also i would say gift giving as well like she can't resist like we'll be like we're not doing christmas gifts for each other this year like between my three sisters and her Mm -hmm. and or my two sisters and me I'm one of those. Um, and then and then suddenly mom's bought us all like $100 worth of stuff. And we're like, mom, we said no <laughs> gifts. Like we can't afford to get everybody gifts. She's like, don't worry about it. No, no, just for me. Like she cannot resist it. Yeah, I, I um, feel that. <laughs> yeah. And then I think Wesley is kind of like quality time. Like he loves it when you actually like pay attention, play with toys with him. Mm-hmm. He loves that. But uh, like we said, like they're it's also so young that it is probably going to change some too as yeah, he grows up. I feel like that's just a very common thing, even in children in general. Like they, they all kind of feel love when you share an interest with them. Yes. And- Yes, that's I noticed that with Charlie too. Even being away, yeah. she she cling clung clung. She stuck to the people. I don't know if I just made that word up or not, but she stuck to the people that took interest in what she was doing, as opposed yes. to the people that would sit there and be like, "Charlie, come give me a hug." Whatever she was like, yeah, "No, really. no, no, no." My auntie's over here collecting rocks with me. That's who I'm gonna hang yes. out with. No. Yeah. it was really cute yeah so as you grow up your love languages can change and not always going to stay the same because we grow as people and your relationships are different as well between yeah. like whether that's between you and your child and you and your spouse or even just like your family dynamic in general right if you have more than one child like that's going to change things yeah um I feel yeah, like even really just like, becoming a parent has changed mine. Yes. And that's what's yes, definitely what's boosted up acts of service for me because I feel like I have to do everything. And then it's nice when mm-hmm. other people are able to take that off of my plate. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. That's really the gist of it. I highly encourage if you've never looked into it to do the quiz and figure out what your mm-hmm. yours is. Take the time and do a longer one. Like go to the and um, get your love language website. Yeah. And do everyone else's that you know, do your spouse, your parents, your children, like if they're old enough. Um, yeah, it's it's so beneficial. It, it'll just, mm. they talk in the book, they talk about, have you read the book? I haven't, no. My mom no. has, and I'm pretty sure my sister has too, but I haven't actually read it yet. Yeah, so I, I read it. And one thing that really stood out to me, and I talk about this all the time, especially with Ryan, is they refer to the love you feel as a tank. It says it's your mm-hmm. love tank. And when you're not receiving love in the way that you feel it most, your tank just gets empty, 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 empty. And then you need to, you need to feel love, to fill it back up. But yeah. and Ryan and I have this conversation all the time where 
I'll tell him. I'm like, my love tank feels a little empty right now. But he, in his head, he's like, but, but how? And he doesn't say this out loud, but I'm sure his head is going, how? How is she not feeling love? Because this week I've mowed the lawn. I've done this. I've done that. Mm -hmm. Whereas in my head, I'm like, okay, but when you went to the grocery store, you forgot to pick me up chocolate or (laughs) things like that, right? Exactly. that's where they differ so much. Yeah, definitely beneficial and um, just interesting. Like I feel like there is always, it's always beneficial and positive to learn more about yourself and how your brain works and how mm-hmm. you approach situations as well. Like the more wisdom you have can only be beneficial for you oh, and your relationships. Sure. Yeah. I'm all about self-knowledge. You know, I think you can also relate your love languages about the way that you show love to yourself as well. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And I've seen. Yes. I Let me try and pull this up somewhere. I saw, yeah. I think it was a TikTok. And you can talk while I find this if you have something to okay. say. Well, I was just going to say, like, I think... I have never had super low self-esteem, but I have, I think part of that is I never talk badly about myself or to myself in my head. Like I just never have, like I've never looked in the mirror and thought you look like this. I don't like this about myself. And I think that that has really helped me have a higher self-esteem right? because I've never allowed myself to speak to myself that way. And if words of affirmation is are the way is the way that I show love and like to receive love. I have been doing that for myself already. Right. So give yourself some gifts. Okay, but this ties into what I'm trying to find too. I can't remember okay. where it was, but love language fault. If I look that oh. up, it was. Uh, I can probably do it off of my head. So basically the TikTok was like people's love language will also typically give you a glimpse of their, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We'll just say like imperfections or, or something. So for instance, I'll use mine as an example. My mm-hmm. love language is gifts. I have a bit of a spending problem because to show love to myself, I buy myself things. Yes. Right. So yeah. that's it'll it like oh they they said impulse shopping. So receiving mm. gifts, love language can be directly related to impulse shopping. Words of affirmation. I I need to find this because I only remember mine. That is that is super interesting. That I mean it makes sense, and that's the that's the whole like everything in life. Like it's a scale where you have like positives and negatives to it, and you just need to find like the balance in between yeah yeah okay so the tiktok i was looking for i found the information so basically acts of service your toxic trait is not asking for help it can be not 100 percent um quality time your toxic trait might be isolating yourself physical Mm. touch your toxic trait might be avoidance because it's all things that it's like how what you do kind of when you don't feel loved basically ah um, I gift see. giving yeah all shopping 
uh, words of affirmation going silent. So it's, that's the other side of it because I see that, I see that huge. I uh, totally do. If I yes. feel really unloved or whatever, shopping is my therapy for it. <laughs> oh, and I've definitely felt like when I've been in previous relationships and I felt unhappy and I'm like, I'm just not going to tell them. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to see if they see anything and if they notice that I'm different, that I'm not talking to them as often, that I'm not responding in the way that I normally do, which mm-hmm. is like so bad, like just communicate. But at the same time, <laughs> yeah. like that's what I would do because I was like, well, mine's words of affirmations. If I don't say I love you. And if I don't do this, and if I don't then you they'll know, tell you about how my day is, then maybe they'll realize that something's wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, the acts of service one too, where it's um, not asking for help. I'm my acts of service, I think is really high as well. And I'm the worst for doing that for just like, okay. Um, right. And I, again, get into it about this a little bit sometimes. And I specifically remember one, one time, and I've brought it up to him too, when we were in the airport, not when we went to the East coast recently, when we went last year, mm-hmm. we're in the airport coming home. I'm so sick. I got so sick on this trip and I'm sick. Charlie's small enough that she's in a stroller. I have all the bags. She wants a bottle. We're waiting to get on the plane. I'm trying to sort through the bags to find everything. Things are falling over. I'm. She's oh crying. Gosh. I'm trying to get everything. And Ryan's standing there with his hands in his pocket, looking around. <laughs> and I just was looking <laughs> at him and I'm like, why aren't you helping me in my head? It's because I wasn't asking him for help. I didn't ask. Mm -hmm. I just assume that he's watching what I'm doing and should be helping. Whereas, honestly, he didn't have a clue that I was struggling. (laughs) And and I'm not, like, crabbing on him about it. Um, He was distracted by something. But it's it's the same thing. I'll just power through and not ask for help. And then Mm -hmm. he'll just say to me, why didn't you just ask? It happens all the time. All the time. No, I've definitely done that before too, where I'm like, I'm like trying to carry everything and I'm like, why are you not helping me like carry something to the car? And so instead now I'll be like, can you please grab this and this and bring it? Cause I'm like, it's not worth me going. Can't you see all this stuff in my hands? Like, why aren't you doing anything? Instead I'm like, don't even put it all in my hands. Like here into yours, it goes. Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I was thinking about this pretty deeply. This is a little off topic, um, I was thinking about this pretty deeply actually a few weeks ago because it, I, I was doing something in the kitchen and I think I, I was trying to do something that took strength that I didn't have and mm-hmm. I was struggling with it and I was just getting mad that I couldn't do it. Ryan's standing five feet away from me. This is something that he can definitely do and he's standing there and in my head, I'm like, I'm physically struggling here. He should just be coming over and helping in his head, Mm -hmm. he thinks I'm fine until I ask. So I thought about it more. And I'm like, you know, this is probably also part of how we were raised, because I feel like his parents were very not, uh, this is not a bad thing. Um, They only helped when it was absolutely necessary. They let Ryan Mm -hmm. do whatever he needed to do to get done what he was doing, unless They would intervene if he truly needed help. Whereas I think my mom is more of the type, and I see this with 
with her and in, in dynamic of life in general, where she'll just jump into a situation where she thinks she might be needed instead of waiting for people to ask. So she probably has done that to me my whole life. And in yes. turn, I'm just used to having someone who just knows when to jump in. Yeah. Right. That's so, so I feel like that's, I feel like that's a really big part and of it. You know what? I definitely do it like similar to how Ryan's parents do it. Like I will, if Wesley's doing something, I'm like, I'm going to let you get frustrated and try and work through this. Like whether it's like, you know, taking his pants off by himself or whatnot when they get stuck around his ankles and I'll be like watching, watching. But I will say like, if you need help, I'm right here. You just need to ask. So I guess that, cause I am, I am like introducing him to the idea of like you can work through this and do it but if you get really frustrated like you can ask for help yeah uh, whereas I more jump in I yeah. and, and that's something that I should actually stop myself because she does need to learn how to ask for help and know that not everyone's just watching what she's doing mm-hmm. all the time but yeah I definitely do that with Charlie if I see her getting frustrated yeah. I'll, like, I'll just say here let me help and start helping her yeah I think, I think at like two, it's not such a big deal, but I'm thinking like, he's going to kindergarten next year. Like if he needs to go to the bathroom, change his shoes, like, I don't know, fill up his water bottle or something. I'm like, he's going to either need to do it himself or he's going to need to ask for help. Like the teacher's not just going to go around and be like, I'm going to fill up everybody's water bottles. Like he has to be like, can you help me take this lid off or can you show me how to fill up the water bottle? Like, I'm not going to be there to help him and do it. So he does have to learn those things. Whereas like at two years old, like you still have lots of time to do that. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, that was a bit of a side path, but, but interesting to say the least. Yes. Yes, exactly. I think we've covered basically everything we wanted to cover. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. We do a little gratitude. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought you um, froze for a second there. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just literally froze. Um, nah. I am thankful for all of you listening to this. Definitely. Oh. Because yeah, we've, we've surpassed what my, my expectations by far. Oh yeah. So me too. I'm, yeah, I'm thankful for everyone that's here listening. I'm thankful that we have the time to be able to do this. And that's my gratitude. Uh... <laughs> so, I'm formulating so thoughts. Down. It's like it's in there. <laughs> um, okay, I'm just going to come out because we're talking about love and whatnot. I'm grateful for my mom and the way she raised me to see, um, I don't know, to accept and see that like everybody is worthy of love and to give everybody a chance and a second chance and to not give up on people as well as love them for their flaws and for their positive attributes as well. And just grateful that I had her as a leader in my life and just the way that she raised me with love in a loving household where I felt like I could be myself. Well, you're going to have to show her that clip. Someone's going to have to show her that clip. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, fun fact, too. Just, I don't think we've mentioned this. We have the same Ryan, but we also have the same oh, Kathy. Yeah. Yes, except for- Our moms are both names Kathy. My mom is with a C. Is yours with a C? Yeah. 
Okay, that is really weird. Yeah. And that, I don't know how I just linked. I knew your mom's name was Kathy yeah, all same. along. But, but I, I don't know how we I both just. Had mom's Kathy. But we are on the same <laughs> life path, man. That's, so that's really funny. Except for your dad is Brit. I always get confused because your brother's name is Brett. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, which is which? Story of my life. No. And then, oh, my dad's name was Dave. Well, it was William David, but one by Dave. Okay, so, well, there's the a simu- there's a uh, another similarity is my father also goes by his middle name. Oh, he's Alan oh. Ellis Britton. Oh, interesting. There you go. Okay, <laughs> it may not okay. be the same name, but they both go by their they went by their middle names. Oh, you know one other thing that I've noticed as a super random is that our last names are also very similar. Two L's, two T's, two N's, two T's. Yeah, yeah. and then like it's a, they're both the same length as well, which mm-hmm. is very interesting. And no hanging down letters. <laughs> My entire name doesn't have any hanging down letters. Oh, mine's only got one. Yeah, I don't know, you should about change to your change. name. Well, I am changing my name. That's true. I meant your first. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> not that I don't like your first name. But no, I'll have I'm two hanging down letters. Wow. <laughs> you might even it out a little bit. <laughs> Anyways, hey, even if Ryan and I get married, mine still won't have hanging down letters. Perfect. Okay, Ryan needs random- to get on that. Yeah, yeah. I want to see you in your flower wedding dress one day. Oh, man, I I wish. I'm getting so stoked. I mean, we need to stop talking, but I'm getting so stoked for June of two weddings in June. And I'm just so excited. Yes, I have two weddings in June, too. One of them being mine. Yes, yes. It'll be a good month. One of mine is yours. Month. <laughs> yes. One of mine <laughs> is yours. It is. Okay, everyone. Thanks for hanging in there for our scatterbrain chat for the end of this episode. Yes. It's going to happen. And if you, you made guys it this far for the ride. Yeah. We yes. appreciate it. If you it. made it this far, thank you so much. And you can follow us on Instagram at L U U P O D at what are we saying? Lou at Lou Pod. Lou Pod. <laughs> Pod. <laughs> and let's Would keep this conversation it? going oh, yes you can let us know what lights you up <laughs>